Doing a best Andy impersonation say, without the deepest voice <laughs> <laughs> to staggering stories one two three the first of the new year all and it's a happy new year for me Jean <laughs> happy new year for me Adam happy new year from me fake Keith and a happiness glorious happiness happiness glorious wonderful staggeringly super Herb New Year for me. You know, we said we were going to sort of keep things tight and oh, yeah. not waffle on. <laughs> Too much information. But... <laughs> <laughs> Always one that goes. Always over do the your top. pelvic floor exercises. Uh, that helps. Mm. Well, before we can't say a lot to that can you? On that sad note, <laughs> before we move on to the frivolity that lays ahead, I suppose we better go over to the news with El Presidente. Have any news? Not printed. It's on I was the... say, you haven't printed any bleed news. It's on the tablet. On the tablet. It's been Ooh. Christmas. There's no news. There isn't much, There's actually. Plenty of news. Doctor Who news. Ooh. Ooh. Doctor Who Christmas special did well. As we'd all expect by now, the Doctor Who Christmas special, The Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe, performed very well on Christmas Day in the UK. We're still waiting on the final figures, but the overnights, which are becoming less and less relevant, but that's all we've got right now, gave Who an average of 8.9 million viewers. This made Doctor Who the third most watched programme of the day, after two soap operas, EastEnders with 9.9 million and Coronation Street just edging us out with 9 million. Final figures will no doubt add a lot more viewers to those, but we'll have to wait to see how those will change the rate rankings, if at all. Against Doctor Who, ITV's all-star family fortunes managed just 6.1 million viewers. According to the Doctor Who news page, Doctor Who was the only programme after 3pm on Christmas Day which had an exactly 50-50 male-female split of viewers, we presume. <laughs> could be messy. Can I yeah. ask a question? I can monitor that your TV's on and what channel... <laughs> Do they have some device that looks backwards to tell they what do. sex you know, the person is You know that, um, yeah. that episode of Casualty that you <laughs> to? Yeah. They saw you doing that. How no. do they know it's a 50-50 split? The pecan. What's no. The <laughs> <laughs> they, they have boxes in there. They're about three or 4,000 boxes around so the country. So it's the people that have agreed yeah. to be monitoring yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. More 3D movie madness. Mm. 
Hollywood appears still not to have learnt the lesson that none of us wants shonky 3D conversions of films that have been shot in 2D. Good use of the word shonky. <clears throat> Both Josh Whedon and J.J. Abrams has recently claimed that their in-production films will actually look good after 3D depth trickery is added. Whedon is quoted that saying the Avengers isn't obnoxiously 3D, adding, There's no, oh look, we're going to spend 20 minutes going through this tunnel because it's in 3D, and there is no pointing at the screen the entire time. But it's an action movie. Things tend to hold towards the screen anyway. Exactly, so why does it need to be in 3D? <laughs> it. Of Star Trek sequel, Abraham has said, We are shooting on film 2D, and then we'll do a good high-end conversion like the Harry Potter movie and all that. Luckily, with our release date, now we have months needed to do it right, because if you rush it, it never looks good. It never, it never looks, looks good, good anyway. So, so why bother doing it at all? Yeah, the I only film that's looked good in 3D so far has been Avatar, because it was filmed in 3D. And I really couldn't tell that it was in 3D. Mm. <laughs> I do wonder how The Hobbit's going to turn out, because yeah. they make a big thing of the 3D and that. Yeah. Not just the 3D, they're doing it at 48 frames a second as well. Which yeah. makes well a bad place. Hobbit, they need to stop doing. Um, yeah. It's the, the only 3D film that has worked for me is... Um, Monsters v Aliens. And that was just one scene. And that, yeah, was basically just one scene. <laughs> With the teaspoon. That was actually quite good. But, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, I, I'm not in, I'm not enthralled about 3D. No, no, uh, I wish, I wish they'd get over it and yeah, yeah. get make back to normal way. stuff. A way to make more money, isn't it? More it's a way. It's a way for them to make more money, yes, but the, nobody's going to see it. No, it's yeah. dwindling. I have to say, I mean, I go to the flicks. If it's on a 2D... I'd rather yeah. watch it in 2D. Yeah. If yeah. the next screening that's coming up is in 3D, I will watch it, but I'm not watching it because it's in 3D. Yeah. It's the next screening so coming up. We're the complete up. opposite. If it's on in 3D, we just don't go and watch it. We, we can't get it. Like Fright Night, when it came to Crawley, they came to Crawley in 3D and there, was, there were no 2D showing, yeah. so, so we, we didn't, didn't, see, see didn't see the film. Because I've, mm. I've got those clip-on 3D glasses now, which mean that it works better for me. But yeah. I do get annoyed, though. I mean, yeah. I'm like you were in the Unlimited for Cineworld, but you have to pay extra for the oh, 3D, yeah. but they're yeah. not giving you a 2D option. Yeah. And, I, you know, I do get annoyed that cinemas are trying to almost manufacture this 3D rave by not giving you the option of 2D. We, we, we had that little conversation with the cashier. Oh, yeah, she time. said, you'll have to pay another 150 And I said, well, what that, what's that for? She says, oh, it's for the glasses. And I said, we've got our own glasses. She says, oh, we have to, you have to pay 150 anyway. Mm. Mm. Just because it's in 3D. So I'm paying 150 for the privilege of having a headache and feeling sick all the way through the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing that does annoy me is that, you know, if they want to make it in 3d fine why are you charging us extra to go and see yeah. it you know yeah. it's the film is the film mm -hmm. yeah if you're providing the glass i can understand that but if you're not did they used to charge more for color films when they first came out i don't know well that's it was the work of the devil so oh. you know, they were <laughs> they might have done, charge. but then 3d films have been around for probably as long as i've been alive oh yeah mm. some so of the first I, films are 3d i think yeah. that's probably the argument is is wearing off about it being a new novelty um and if it is a case that films are being released only in 3d that means that's now the standard so, yeah, so you why can't charge, charge extra? extra for it's it. a bleeding no. fortune to go to the cinema at the best of times without yeah. 
yeah. taking the mic all like that. Anyway, getting down <laughs> off of our soapboxes. <laughs> yeah. Is there any more news? There is more Doctor Who news. Oh. Ooh. Worlds in Time MMO preview online. Ooh. Ooh. What's an MMO? Gone big, yeah. mo- massively multiplayer online game. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I'm doing the assistant bit there. Yeah. <laughs> An open preview for Doctor Who Worlds in Time is now available to all. The multiplayer game has a 2D cartoony style, not massively dissimilar to the Professor Layton games or indeed the Doctor Who Layton clone on the D- Nintendo DS, Evacuation Earth. Robert Nashak, Executive Vi- Vice President of BBC Worldwide Digital Entertainment and Games, said... Our goal with the Doctor Who World in Time is to expand engagements with the immensely popular Doctor Who brand and allow fans to deeply immerse themselves in the universe. The game's multiple worlds, its varied, wonderful characters and monsters, and change the story arcs that will appeal to Doctor Who fans and casual gamers alike. <laughs> Did he fall off a cliff at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if you want to engage with the immensely popular Doctor Who brand, you can do so at DoctorWhoWIT.com. Going to have to, has anyone had a look at it? Not I, really. I, I, there is a video out mm, yeah, yeah. that I think I've caught, and as I said, they're, they're like um, the Wii characters. Yes, yeah, very cartoony. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to type it into Google now. I, I have an addendum. Yep. Oh, a quite a creepy addendum, actually. Someone, someone, I can't remember who it is, but someone has produced a novelty teapot. Do you say condom for a minute? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, a novelty teapot. Right. Mm-hmm. You can actually drink your tea out of Dr. McCoy's head. What? <laughs> well, nose or what? Damn it, Bones Snow. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a teacup. The trouble is, it is a freakly lifelike. The original Leonard Ke- Nimoy. DeForest Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Sorry, yeah. DeForest Kelly. Yeah, yeah not the uh, Carl well, Urban If version, ever we want to do anything for charity, if we've got the head of Pertwee, we really <laughs> should have. The- <laughs> why him in particular? I, I don't know. I do not know why him in particular, but. Is there a Jimmy Doohan one coming along? <laughs> there it is. Expand it out. What is that? <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's where you put the tea in to infuse, and it doesn't oh, actually. Okay. I can't actually see where it comes out of. Oh, out of his ear. <laughs> oh it's, my god! It's, it's freaky, lifelike. Is that his penis? No, that's what I thought. It's just his head, <laughs> the Infuser. The other head. <laughs> you wait till you see the picture. You'll know what I'm. That's what uses to infuse. It's his penis and the fig leaf to go over the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so that's that's, that's, that's just the tea comes out. that's just odd. Quite creeped out by that. <laughs> it is. You're gonna have nightmares now. Yeah. You can. You, it is. <laughs> Kelly's penis is coming to get me. <laughs> it is very lifelike, it isn't is it? Freakly lifelike. It's actually a death mask. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it wouldn't actually surprise me. Had <laughs> a very small head. <laughs> so yes, you can now drink tea out of DeForest Kelly's ear. Right, of course, being Christmas, we've been doing the same as every, everybody else does at Christmas. Eating we've been igno- eating a lot, ignoring each other, and watching telly. Yay! Yay. What have we been watching? Oh, um, well, there, there was that, a quite good program on. on it was oh, Big Bang. It was, the, it, was the, it was the whole Big Bang thing because we sat yes, there for we days, oh, yes. the hours yes. watching Big Bang. Going, we'll just oh. watch one more. We'll just watch one mm. more. 
Ah, thank you. And then EastEnders made me cry. Yeah, but that, <laughs> wasn't, really? that wasn't Christmas, that was it yesterday. It was sad. That's EastEnders for you. Yeah. yeah. But, but something else that, we watched, because we Adam yeah. turned up, and I was oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Great loit- Escape. loitered around for a while. Yeah. I think it was Doctor Who. That oh. was it. <laughs> The Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> tenuous of the wardrobe bit, wasn't it? It was very tenuous, yeah. No, he, he, do- said, he said he'd painted his wardrobe. I know, yeah. We know he wasn't telling the truth entirely. <laughs> the Doctor, the Widow, and the Cardboard Box. Yeah, it doesn't sound quite as good. Can no, I ask no. a question? Yes. Okay. When you use enough of another person's ideas, <laughs> when does it stop being a homage and become a rip-off? Well, because see, there was about two or, different, two or three different films in there, including A Touch of the Aliens. Well, see, this, this is the whole point. That's the whole point. I think it was the people who wrote uh, Independence Day. <laughs> to steal from one person is called plagiarism. To steal from lots of people, it's called research. <laughs> Yes. Mm. That explain now, why it's so bad. <laughs> right, okay. All independence Day that is not Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I quite liked it. I don't think it was as good as last year's. Oh, yeah. no, no, it definitely wasn't as good as last year's. I forgot what was last year's. Last, the the uh, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Now, last yes. year's was brilliant. This year's, when I saw it the first time, I was like, yeah, okay. And then I watched it the second time. I thought, yeah, actually, I, I really liked that. It was very, very good. Wasn't enough of the trees in the forest, no. in my opinion. And I don't care if that sort of plane couldn't have landed with that sort of run-up. <laughs> yeah. It's fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But I so loved... Much. There was some fantastic one-liners. I thought the mother was excellent. I thought the little boy was just... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think much of him at all. I tried a bit hard with the big glasses. I yeah, think they big, were, Big yeah. lens glasses. Yeah, make yeah. his eyes look really big. Yeah, but fantastic one-liners. The mother was excellent. The girl was all right. The idea of the, the trees and the forest being able to come to life, I that just brilliant. Ents. <laughs> They're called Ents, and they yeah. came out of the Lord of the Rings. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sure it goes back before that, because Tolkien actually. stole all of his stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's um, old mythology. Research, not stole, research. Oh, wow, indeed. And <laughs> it just set one thing straight. You should never, ever, ever let the Doctor look after your house, because he'll mend things. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty good, the house. It really did. The, the kids' bedroom was yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Right. Except for the beds. <laughs> Hammocks. Initial viewing... I was vaguely disappointed. I will okay. admit that at first viewing it was vaguely disappointed. It's a lot better on the first viewing, on the second viewing, should I say, because you, you're not expecting things, you know what's going to happen, and you can sit back and enjoy it Yeah, yeah. on the, on the second mm. viewing. I do think overall that the middle bit was rather slow and yes. a bit yeah. flat, mm. yeah. which is a shame. And there were problems in as much that there was no obvious villain. That's, uh, that's what I think, yeah. Well, it's, it's Christmas. Sometimes you don't need to have a villain. You just need to have an adventure. Maybe. But, it did seem to be lacking that focus you'd get yeah. out of villain, like the, last year with some, the Kazran. Yeah, so. sometimes the villain drives the story along. Mm. There wasn't, this one didn't need, didn't need it. It was well, the, that, the but, adventure, yeah. adventure itself drove but, the story if, along. Uh, sorry to disagree with you, but it did, <gasps> it did need it because, you as you said, it. It, was, <laughs> it was flat and and mm. I was, I don't want to say bored, but I was expecting something to happen, certainly in the middle. Well, it did. Bill mm. Bailey showed up with a shiny pop. Yeah. Yeah. What a wasted opportunity. Say, yeah, they I, didn't use him I enough. I love Bill Bailey, but that was kind of why. Yeah, it was the, wasted. These, these three characters, it could have been Bill Bailey or it could have been an odd job man off of yeah. the, uh, you know, rather this kind of stuff. Well, it but, was a comic relief thing. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't Prop comic relief, though. It really... 
Yeah, it was. It, it was amusing, but it was it too short-lived. Yeah. Mm. That's what I no, mean by they, that. This is, that's, I agree with you there. They should have used them more. They should yeah. have been yeah. in more scenes I mean, than that. They were, but... they were the assistant. They drove the plot in that they explained about the acid rain, etc. They were et cetera, an et info dump. But that was yeah. it. Yeah, they were there just to tell you the plot and mm. then disappear off. Yeah, and, and, and did look in a bit theory, they or their corporation were the villains, but they had no comeuppance at all. No. They got away with it. They, they destroyed still, the forest. It's still going on. That's yeah. life. Sometimes yeah. that happens. And, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the, advanced species, but they can't actually detect that these trees have got life force. Yeah, it, it takes the doctor just listening for a bit to work yeah. that out. Yeah. Well, I can understand that, maybe, because yeah, primitive humans or whatever. But yeah. um, it did seem a shame that the doctor just didn't think to do anything to stop this in future or anything like that. It did seem a bit non Maybe mm. he goes off to do that, but there's yeah. no indication he would. Yeah, and so it seemed, uh, you get the impression that he's visited that area lots and lots of times before. Mm. Yeah. And is this the first time it's happened? Is this the first mm. time they've been burned? Uh, mm. Is this a... It was mentioned that it was an Andrazani forest pl- harvest planet, so yes. you assume it happens lots of times. Mm. That did yeah, lead to one of the know. best lines of the episode, though. This is a really safe planet. Nothing ever happens here. Yeah. There's some lines I really should yeah. stay away from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought visually, the, the way they did the um, Narnia... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Winter Wonderland. <laughs> um, ...was really nice. And the the like the Christmas baubles that, that was so the cool. ends were quite nice. At first, we all thought they might be Cybermen. Yeah, because no, I, I, was had expect, that... I was expecting Yetis. <laughs> Cybermen. Yeah. Yeah. Snow, yeah. silver yeah. balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you're a sad, sad little fanboy. Yes, well, my hand is up, I admit it. Yep. <laughs> we also know the Yetis might be back. Um, but, yeah, I thought, you know, visually it was quite stunning. Um, but, yeah, similarly, I didn't sit there bored, um, you know, and it was a good yeah. hour, but... I wasn't as impressed as no. I was last year. I think it was because it did start to get to a point where it was almost predictable. Yeah, but mm, important... certainly the ending with the the pilot. <laughs> well, you're not going to let the kid's daddy die on Christmas Day. <laughs> no. You're just not. No, but you can see that a mile off, right? From but the what beginning. I do yeah. do notice about that bit is when Father Dear was trying to land or trying to find out where he was, and the plane was going to crash. Mm-hmm. Anderson was in a bad way. <laughs> when he landed that plane, yeah. was there any rush to get an ambulance it's for not, Anderson? Just, no, there was yeah. not. Anderson's in the back of that plane dying, and he doesn't care. Slowly <laughs> going trickle drip. Yeah, yeah. But the important thing about this episode is I've spoken to four people who all have children in the 6 to 12 yeah. bracket, and the kids loved it yeah. from mm. beginning to end. And you have to remember, we're yep. sad middle-aged fart buckets and it's not <laughs> written for us, it's written for kids. Yeah, I, I, I have to object about it. fart buckets. I've never farted <laughs> into I, a bucket with, in my I life. I withdraw the fart bucket <laughs> okay. and I insert... <laughs> Do you? I really wish I could have thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> you will. I will. Two days' time. <laughs> I'm editing this, so I'll drop it in then. <laughs> Now, as you say, I think it is one that kids would like. Oh, yeah. It Mm -hmm. was possibly of a a story level that was more suitable to the younger range of kids as well, possibly Mm -hmm. a little bit younger than the series is normally aimed at. Or it's aimed at people who are full up of Christmas dinner and alcohol and really, really can't engage their brains. So they (laughs) need something of a lower level. (laughs) Or reach the remote control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
But no, I thought there were some absolutely cracking one-liners yes. in it. Yeah. And the, it? The, the idea of the Doctor fixing the house was brilliant. It's some, something mm. I did notice, I'm wondering if it was done on purpose, is the fact that the Doctor wasn't hardly ever called the Doctor during it. He Just was the called caretaker. the caretaker. Deliberately, yeah. After, certainly after the last season. Exactly, yeah. He's yeah. trying to be low profile. Well, he, yeah, did, exactly. he did raise that at one point, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, there was one point where he, he said something about, I'm trying to keep a low profile or... Yeah, and as I said, the, it's when he first on. introduces mm-hmm. himself. I'm the caretaker or I'm usually called the Doctor or get off this planet. But that's <laughs> not really a lame. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Loved the um, completely, completely baffling opening sequence. Mm. I mean, how long can he hold his breath? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that is taken and with... And how could he catch up with the suit when they're it, falling? It is... It, well, you see, it's narratively correct. It works within the basis of the story. It's the same way as the... Uh, Peter Davison bowling the cricket ball in Fort of Doomsday. Yeah, and yeah. the same way as him actually landing on the bomber on a small tennis lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the, the fact that he had his um, helmet on backwards because he was in a hurry getting dressed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That was very well done. The only, the only disappointing thing I had about that is you could see... The, the holes. Yeah. Oh, so the air holes. I did like the fact, though, that he was looking for the police box. I opened it up. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the, the wrong one. one. It's a police box, yeah. I, I was that, slightly that reminder dis- that they were actually yeah. quite commonplace. I, 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 I was disappointed the fact that she could open the TARDIS, per mm-hmm. se, with um, a hair clip mm-hmm. until you find, find out it, it is wasn't. actually a police box. Yeah, yeah. In a way, you saw that coming too, I think. Yeah. I yeah. did. But, but then there's, that's, that ties into what Karen was saying earlier. We do because we know that these were commonplace. And yeah. to some of us, we would have actually seen one or two of them yeah. originally in situ. I did. There's really? a generation yeah. now Thank you. that don't actually know that these were as commonplace as phone yeah. boxes yeah. were. A couple of generations now, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I think it was probably one of the last ones of those disconnected. I remember going up London when I when I was wee, wee small in short trousers oh. and seeing a police box on the corner and getting excited okay. no, because never, it was a police box. Never saw one. No. Oh, there's still one outside the uh, Olympia. Yeah. Exit. Yes. The other, s- not the Olympia of, um, uh, exhibition hall, but the other side of it, right. and it's a real one. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, it's, it's a, a TARDIS. It's an original <laughs> it's a police, police box, box oh. from the from the sixties. It's got uh, instead of the lamp. I think it's got a camera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's top. a modern recreation. Of one, yeah, it? yeah. It's not an original, but yeah. But uh, anyway, good, and the, going the, off the, tangent. the little clip at the end with Amy and Rory. Oh yeah, <laughs> I found it quite sad that they set a table for him just in case he showed up. It was very reminiscent of the brigadier having a brandy yeah. board for him, yes. in case he yeah. ever showed up. I just admit, I did, I did miss him. I think it was lacking a companion. I know that usually mm. in the Christmas special they don't have a companion. Yeah. They have somebody who stands in as a temporary companion. I didn't really have that this not, time. Not in this time round. No, because he, he really... seemed to take a step back, the Doctor. So, yeah. You know, it was all mainly focused on the mother. Yeah. So it was quite a sight to surprise when you, you saw Amy and Rory, because suddenly he's got a companions again. Yeah. That reminds me of one bit I did enjoy. It's um, when Bill Bailey and his cronies had arrived and Mother turns on the waterworks, starts crying. And, of course, he's a gentleman, so they're they're not going, we're not going to shoot you, we've put Uh our guns down. I'm thinking of the visual, sir. (laughs) The visual's not looking good, sir. And then she's got a gun. It's time of war. Yes, but I can't think of anything that would make me believe you're going to shoot me. I'm looking for my children. And just the look on his face. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, they did try to do that with Catherine Tate in the Christmas special, didn't they? The uh, Runaway Bride. 
she began crying yeah. to uh, stop people picking on her. Oh, yeah. Wedding, wedding, yeah. 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 It's a useful tool, yeah, as Mother uh, said. Yeah, yeah, it's a tool that pulled on me quite a few it's times. Some, it's it's <laughs> one yeah, of the things you've got to stop it. <laughs> very, very early on in yeah. life. <laughs> and the mother, I think she was very strongly written. Sort of quite a few good one-liners coming from her. Sort of the, oh, yeah. the stiff hmm. upper lip British... Yes, I've, I've got the forest in my head. <laughs> Jolly nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought the the two wooden creatures are quite well done yeah mm. i wasn't sure at first if they were real or cg i did like the fact that they had to use other people to talk yeah, yeah. Mm. was no dodgy mouth going up and down yeah and... no so they, no. they knew the limitations of them and, and yeah. wrote round it mm. yeah. but i'd have liked yeah. to see more with the forest because it's just it was just nice you know so all in all pretty good <laughs> one, not, one, not as good as last year no. but better than the next doctor and yeah. voyage to the bottom of the damned <laughs> it was on, on my it, it was better a lot better on the second viewing mm. watch if you've only watched it once i recommend you go out and watch it again but was it more christmasy he promised Ooh. more christmasy no, 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 just because there was snow yeah. didn't make it christmasy no. i think the whole concept of last year's was more Christmassy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. Uh, how can I put it? I think, like Runaway Bride, it was a story that just happened to go on around Christmas rather than be, be Christmas yeah. itself. Yes, yes. But then there are very few Christmas-based yeah, stories yeah. if you ignore the obvious religious one. Yeah, yeah. Let's face it. Unless he goes to Bethlehem <laughs> or meets Santa. See, You're I still think be that because that was the idea I had for next year's one is that Santa can't do the delivery and somehow the Doctor ends up having to do it, which I think is a brilliant Christmas <laughs> story because he's the only person that could with having a TARDIS. Is there enough of a story there? I don't know. They have to. Have <laughs> no, a, by the time they finish playing around it, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I think next year's will be quite different. Mm. My prediction, which I mentioned later, we'll is come that back to the. Uh, companion reintroduced in the Christmas special. Yeah, because the problem right. is the Christmas special comes midway between next exactly. season. Mm. Mm. So the first half would be the ponds. Yeah, because yeah. at the moment, the Christmas special is always... An Once extra. a season has finished, so yeah. it's an extra... And it's almost like it steps out of the, the season run. If it's in the middle of a season, is it going to be disjointing if it steps sideways, so to speak, and is nah, a standalone? don't think so. It depends on what the season's like, mm. because if the season's building up to some kind of heightened I think it's good. we're going to have two finales again, as we did yeah. with the last season. Mm. Yeah, goodbye to the ponds, then, then Christmas, and then... New yeah. bod. Yeah. yeah, new person. And Adam's going to be so cross if new person is a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Moffat doing that. I don't know. I think he'd do it just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but... No. I think Adam's he, uh... suddenly declaring he's gay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't think the Doctor's ever had a solo male companion. No. Uh, he's had solo female companions. He's had, I think, for any de- length of time. Stephen. Stephen. Mm. He had, uh, the first Doctor had. Did you uh, rephrase that? <laughs> well, sorry, okay. <laughs> Did he? Okay. Stephen. Stephen was aboard the TARDIS with the first Doctor while they transferred. I, why, one companion left. Another companion joined. So it's literally just the odd episode. Yeah, but that, he's never travelled for Turlo. a long period. It could also be argued that the Doctor and Jamie travelled together because in the two Doctors it was just the Doctor and Jamie. Mm. Yes. Boom. But again, it's only one. one <laughs> don't care. Story. Put it right. You don't yeah. have. Um, you haven't had any period of time where, like, you've had a season where. It's a doctor and a male companion. He may mm. do it. I don't think so. I think Moffat's too aware of the demographic. He needs to get the, uh, <laughs> the fathers on board, as it were. 
So this could be another. Sexist. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think the only, the only <laughs> companion that it's had really you could work it with also would be Captain Jack because yeah. the captain, well, not ignoring any other thing, but because of the character <laughs> itself works in such a way he's a good foil for the Doctor, mm. but it would yeah. become more of an adventure story, a boy's own adventure story yeah. than anything else. Same if, if River took over as a companion. Yeah, very similar be dynamic. Similar dynamic. Yeah. So, anyway. yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it, but it may not be one you want to watch that more frequently. <laughs> well, it's for Christmas. Now, I am a massive fan of uh, science fiction programmes and their themes, and I've always been a lifelong fan of Doctor Who, uh, which is marvellous, isn't it? It's a wonderful theme. Terrifying, though. I mean, I remember as a child, I was terrified by it. just strikes fear into your very soul but when you listen to the chords you know you slow them down it actually sounds a bit more like belgian jazz it sounds more like a sort of like a jacques brel song La boîte de téléphone fantastique d'espace. L'intérieur est beaucoup plus grand que l'extérieur. Et ça, c'est le mystère du Dr. King. Dalek, il s'appelle Davros. Il veut contrôler l'univers. Tout le monde, il veut contrôler. Il ne contrôle l'univers jamais. Avec les Daleks, le docteur est supérieur. Il rit. Je suis docteur. Daleks ne peuvent pas monter l'escalier. C'est une tragédie pour les Daleks. Tout alors. To that time of year again. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Whoa. Whoa. Horses? cannot do this until we've welcomed the most important member of our team. Who's that? But Andy's not here. Where's Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should we say hello to the head of Pertwee? <gasps> oh, good grief. He's still wearing his Father Christmas hat. Wait, it is yeah. still technically the Christmas season. It's not Twelfth no, Night yet. It's not Twelfth Night. Yep. You've got till Friday, fella. <laughs> sunset before sunset. Mm. Hello, <laughs> Hello, Hello, Hello Or more happily, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year, Yes. Happy New Year, Carl. Who would a knock knacker? And various other bits. Graham, Graham, you've got a Christmas card on your head. He's been balancing that. Oh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's fascist Spock gone? Uh, yeah, there he is. He's next to the police box. He's, oh, he's sli- sliding into dangerous Churchill. He's fading uh, into the background. Right. Hang on. Is Amelia also giving a, a, a Hail Hitler sign? She's just waving. She's, yeah, she's, she's waving. Sometimes What's the difference a, between waving and Hail Hitler? Sometimes a Hitler sign is just a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Curry! <laughs> no. exactly. That's all Hitler was doing from the balcony. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, now we've said hello to everything, it's that time of year again. Oh dear, is it? Where old Lang Syne has been sung. Badly, because we don't know the words. The sherry has been sipped. Badly, because... We, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> we've been first-footed by friends, or in Pardon? my case, next door's dog. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> humped a First-footed. Uh, okay. <laughs> First kiss was from next door's dog. <laughs> what you do in your private life is your own affair. But it's... <laughs> Prediction time. Predictions, fears, hopes and dreams. Mm. So how did we do on our predictions for last year? What? Mm. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Frightening. (laughs) Adam predicted. Right, yeah, yeah. Split of Doctor Who season initially will be hated, but by the end of the year quite liked. No. No. Really? I don't know. I think... I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you got that on the money. It's a boy girl thing I here, then, it is. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> really don't like it. Well, it was good that we had Doctor Who to come back to in the autumn. Yeah. yeah it would have been even better if they hadn't put that big gap in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I, don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Adam also predicted yep. that Outcast will be a damp squib, squib not unlike Bone Kickers and Paradox. Um, um, I think Outcast? I was going to say, I think the fact that none of us could remember <laughs> yeah, but when we what Outcast was. Remember what it was. Yeah, Correct. It was a BBC thing which was set on this alternative planet. Yeah, a, now yeah. you've described it, I remember which it. Which was but... South Africa in real life. So right? that's one and a half out of two for Adam. Okay. He also predicted, and he said he was pretty sure about this, yeah. that we won't see the Star Wars live-action TV series in 2011 or even any production well, I on think it. When but we pretty that... much knew that. Yeah, yeah when you made that I think he knew it when he made well, that We one. knew we wouldn't see it in all likelihood, but there was always hope it might yeah. be in production. Mm. I'm didn't. not going to give you a point there, because that was, that was an easy That was an almost certainty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. This one, though, you get two points for. Oh, really? Because yeah. he predicted that River Song's real name is Jessica Pond and that mm. she is the daughter of Amy and Rory. Yeah. Um, I actually, I think we've got to mark that down because he got the name wrong. Well, there yeah, wasn't even a melody, melody pond. Yeah, what? but if, if he'd thought for five minutes about his prediction... <laughs> yeah. 
just for five minutes, he would have probably come up with that word. Maybe. We'd have got and the old thesaurus out and we'd have found another word that meant song. Yeah. Bear in mind, this is before Impossible Astronaut, any yeah. of that. Yeah. There was no yeah. hint that so, River wasn't anybody other than River. Yeah. Instead of Jessica, he'd have gone for something like Hoot Nanny Pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of half right because I thought she was the incarnation of the TARDIS, but then we actually had the TARDIS incarnate late yeah. one in the season. We did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although we did find out that it was the TARDIS who taught her how to fly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Adam yeah. also predicted, as always, that Tom Baker will die. <laughs> you are One going year to be he's ba- going to get yeah. that right, <laughs> and he's going to be so. I'll be dancing the street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Andy no. predicted that Gene will get a Valentine's card from Matt Smith, so that's a point for Andy. He did, did he? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but I did write Matt Smith a Christmas card. Yes, he did. Yeah, did. did. On, on that very table there. <laughs> and a Christmas card, too. Naked. <laughs> Ah, uh, now this one I feel quite bad about. I think we have to apologise <laughs> yeah, for this But then one. we've got to realise that the reasons why I made this prediction aren't the reasons why it actually yes. happened. Jean predicted that the Sarah Jane adventures will end in 2011 due to all the kids growing up, whereas I said, well, she is 106. <laughs> so I now I've... feel quite bad about that. I was OK. I think yeah. we should apologise. Sorry. <laughs> Jean also predicted that George Lucas will re-release... All the Star Wars films on 3D, DVD, Blu-ray, and then discover a way of turning them into 4D and try to sell them to us all over again. So, yeah, Gene got that right. (laughs) We're halfway there. He's trying to work out 4D at the moment. (laughs) Oh, well, 3D is coming, isn't it? Gene predicted Kylie will return as Astrid Peth in the second half of Doctor Who season, so no points there. That was just wishful thinking (laughs) on my part. (laughs) And she also predicted that any Doctor other than Tom Baker will die. She reckons it'll be Sylvester McCoy. I mean, you are a weird, (laughs) weird pair. (laughs) Well, my theory is the more we keep predicting it'll happen, the more the buggers won't actually die, despite us. didn't work with Sarah Jane. (laughs) None of us predicted her death. (laughs) Right, I predicted that Karen Gillan's legs would be ruled illegally long and she'd have to have them amputated by order of the Queen. I think you should have half a point. For really? Co- for, for, no, really? Half, a point, half a point for the next line. Um, Keith said that Adam will buy the legs off of eBay and have them stuffed. So, yeah. 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 That would have happened. <laughs> I also predicted that a helpline will be open for people unable to cope after the final Harry Potter film is released. Yeah, so, got, I got points for that. You got that one. <laughs> that one happened. Almost spot on. I also predicted that Matt Smith would sign up for another series. Boom. But Karen Gillan doesn't. Mm. Mm. Adam will be found on the roof of Crawley Town Hall wailing, I don't want to live, and Jean will be beside him. (laughs) Pushing him off! He he had the retail therapy after the girl who waited. So so he's halfway there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Quite honestly... When her leaving time does come, we are going to all have to rotor who yeah, stays yeah. with him. We're going to have to do an intervention. We will. We're going to have to monitor them. <laughs> Keith predicted that we get snowed in when we go to America, so that was wrong. Unfortunately, oh, no. you, you, you missed, missed the... one. A vital one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I also predicted that at Christmas, Jean will say, "Actually." That Matt Smith's not bad at all. So I got that right. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I think that's pushing it myself. (laughs) Right, Keith predicted we'd get snowed in in America, so that's wrong. He predicted the up-and-coming Dread film will be good, so that's Uh, wrong. No, no, it hasn't been released yet. We don't know. We don't know. So you were wrong. No, 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 it's still in a holding pattern. Then you're wrong. It's not right. (laughs) It's not right and it's not wrong. 
He also predicted the next Star Trek film, J.J. Abrams' sequel, will have Borg Tribbles as the villains. We still don't know about that one, because so that film hasn't come out yet. Too. No, not even started filming yet. He also predicted that based on the trailer for New Who Series 6, the Doctor has been hired by the Doctor. I'm going to give you points for that, because that was, that was all right. I don't think so. Well, the Doctor did... He did send so him I a suppose letters. he did send himself yeah. a letter. Yeah. But... No, he didn't send himself one. He sent everybody else one. Yes, yeah. he did. He sent himself one. He sent himself one as well. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Ah. That's he why he so turned well. up at the cat. So you're uh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fears for 2011. Oh. Adam yeah. feared that Torchwood will not be recommissioned by stars. Which we turned on the out money. is actually Boom. not a fear anymore, no, but maybe a hunt. Not. <laughs> on the money. He also feared that the BBC budget cuts will reduce the number of Doctor Who episodes next season to ten. So oh, I don't know about was... that because they have split it. So are they, you it's know... not not quite correct, but it's not... Yeah. The sentiment isn't entirely wrong either because yeah, they have split it over two years. Yeah, to, it's a, it's you, it's a budget. Different financial years. Yeah. Adam, no, Andy? Yep. He feared that William Shatner will release a new CD of Christmas Carol, so he was half right there. He got a yeah. new CD, yep. yep. He feared that William Shatner's Christmas Carol CD will go to the top of the charts. No. <laughs> Spotting a pattern of yeah, obsession yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also feared that William Shatner and the Go Compare opera singer will have a love child. <laughs> I think we need to actually sit me down and have a very have serious a chat. talk with that boy. Gene feared that Stephen Moffat, the vast toffee, Amen. Amen. will announce that the 2012 season of Doctor Who will also be split yeah. because it's quite an interesting concept. <laughs> Is that the cloister bell she hears clanging in the distance? So, oh, it's half right on that one. It is split. Right, yeah. It is split, yeah, yeah. She also feared the new Doctor Who will be filmed only in 3D. So she's wrong there. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> she well, better be wrong there. She also feared they'd redesign the Cybermen so badly as they redesigned the Eye Daleks. <laughs> they may still yet do that. Yeah. They didn't in 2011. They, they tweaked them. They didn't redesign. They, they changed they the chest. Yeah. 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 And it. she also feared that fake Keith would continue to take the pee out of her in 2011. Which she did. Got that right. <laughs> Now, I feared that Stargate Universe would be saved, thus flogging a very dead horse to see how much cash would fall out. No, so, no, 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 no. Actually, mentioning that, there is now no spaceship sci-fi on TV at all. Mm. Nothing. Well, you count Doctor Who. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not counting because that's set on Earth most of the time. Yeah. So there's nothing, but there's nothing, nothing like Battlestar Galactica, nothing... No, no Star Trek. No true, Star, true otherworldly yeah. space. There's no nothing mm. set on a spaceship. It's all no, Earthbound. I suppose not. Yeah. I also feared that the BBC would cancel Doctor Who. Adam predicted that there's too much money in it for them to do that, so yeah. isn't he yeah. a smarty pants? I think it's still true. I feared every single film made will be in 3D, so I'm not <laughs> far wrong Almost. there. Almost. <laughs> yeah, getting there. The 2011 Christmas special turns out to be the worst ever. No. no. I was wrong there. No. Feared that Gene would murder me before the American convention. <laughs> Almost. Close. It was close. Yeah, I'm, I'm really close. <laughs> Only maimed. Keith feared that Adam would get arrested at the American convention. Close. <laughs> close. Yeah, that, that gave us a few wobbles a couple of times. He feared that Matt Smith wouldn't settle down and would still play the role as he had been in 2010, the way that the rest of us like it. Well, <laughs> no. He also sure. feared that his rash would get worse as it's starting to ooze. Well, actually, it's crusted over I know now. it has, if you give it a really good peel. I know, it, yeah. <sighs> Which took us on to hopes and dreams. Mm. Adam hoped that both Matt Smith and Karen Gillan would stay on into, into 2012 rather than be written out at the end of the season, but suspects Gillan will step down in 2011. 
don't know. Well, right. this yeah. has moved forward a year. She, yeah. Really. She won't be in 2013, I suspect. No. But no. 2012, yeah. He also hoped we would all survive LA in February. We didn't. Did. No, we didn't. <laughs> Andy, a figment of our, our listeners' deranged imaginations. <laughs> Andy hoped Iron Man 3 would have a proper rock soundtrack. <laughs> well, and that Primeval no. would be renewed for a sixth series. Well, you've got one. It hasn't been renewed, has it? I don't know. I, I, thought thought still five, uh, I thought they did five and six. They, they did four and five. Oh, four oh. and five. They haven't shown five yet on yeah. ITV. It's coming out this month, is it? Ah. Mm. So I don't think there's any word on six soon. So not in 2011. Jean hoped that Rory would stay on into 2012, even if Karen Gillan left. <laughs> and she hoped that River Song wouldn't die in Series 6. Oh, Quite crippled. the opposite. She was born. Yeah. <laughs> I hoped that the Staggering Stories team would be invited to join a Mythbusters sketch. Oh, we, <laughs> we did get onto another sketch, or at least Keith We did. did. I we did. got onto I Craig did, yeah. Ferguson. Mm. I also hoped that Tom Baker would make it through another year unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> And that Shatner would release another CD and dedicate it to Crumbly. Almost. <laughs> Keith hoped that Matt Smith would have a better understanding of the role. <laughs> yes. Keith hoped that Adam wouldn't get arrested for various things he would do <laughs> at the Gallicon. And he hoped that Moff- now Moffat has done his first season, his next will be radically different in structure to the RTD era. Adam said it's inevitable due to the split, and we already know it's starting with a two-parter in the past in America. Mm, okay. yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think we did rather well We last didn't do year. too badly no. there. Yeah. Only killed one person. <laughs> 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 well, seems how we did so well with our 2011 oh, yeah. predictions. Oh, we We're sorry. We oh, are God. so, so sorry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try again, shall we? Oh, okay. So our predictions for 2012. Okay. Okay, well, I, I'll start with this one. Okay. I predict that Amy and Rory's so-called heartbreaking exit will not be heartbreaking at all. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe we should all have a prediction what it actually be. Oh. Mm. I predict they just leave. No, yeah, I think they'll, they'll just be dropped off. See, Only, I, I'm thinking there might be another baby involved. Maybe a baby dies. Oh, you're so horrible. <laughs> yeah. They've been see, two years. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's possibly she falls pregnant again, but hopefully this time not in um It, it will be a tiny, tiny. totally human baby, and therefore they well, he puts his foot down this time and says, I'm not losing two kids, and you've got to go on. See, well, Karen Gillan has been quoted as saying once Amy's gone, she's gone. She yeah. doesn't want to do any... She, yeah. she wants her to be killed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I th- must admit, I do think that that's what they'll do, that they'll kill her off. The, people were thinking that Rory was dead. Yeah, but it's, it's the reaction we've ever had to him. Yeah. So maybe that'd be enough to stop Amy wanting to travel. I don't know. But she they've hasn't got Rory many there. Times. I know. Yeah. yeah, if she hasn't got Rory there, she might have more opportunity to want to. Yeah, she might just want to carry on going. You know, does does want to go home to be by herself? I don't know. Now I think they're going to kill her off. I don't. Which I is what the vast toffee wants us to think. No, <laughs> I think she'll fall pregnant, but normal baby, and they'll settle at home. So not heartbreaking at all, then. No. So that's that's you agree with me. <laughs> okay, my first prediction for 2012: it would be a much better year for films than 2011 was. Uh, Prometheus, The Dark Knight Rises, and The Hobbit: Unexpected Journey will all be good. Mm. <laughs> my first prediction for 2012 is the new assistant will be female. Yeah. And Adam will hate her because Ooh. she is a Gronhilda knobnacker. Uh, we'll see. Uh, one of my predictions are I don't know if this will be covering next year or the year after, but okay. it is where we, we won't see River Song except for one last time, and that will be at the fall of the 11th. Oh. Mm. 
Okay. That's why I'm covering the next year after. It depends <laughs> when Matt Smith leaves. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that might be a 50th anniversary yeah. special. Because mm-hmm. as far as I can see, there possibly could be more stories involving her, but River Song's story is done. Yeah. Yeah. So, now is bonus. We've yeah, seen that's them. what I mean. So, so I think yeah. we won't see her again until the fall of the 11th. Mm, okay. Okay. My pr- second prediction tags on from my first. And that either way, whatever happens to Amy and Rory, um, Adam will be found wearing only his underpants (laughs) in the squirrel enclosure at Tilgate Nature Centre, rocking back and forth sobbing whilst a red and grey squirrel argue over who gets to bury his nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We have a whole plan planned for you when she does leave, just to make sure you're going to get through this year alive. Without bankrupting yourself. Yes, your your credit cards are mine until you pull yourself together. I'm safe until the autumn. Okay. (laughs) After that, you're skinned. Yeah. Okay, uh, Torchwood will not begin production of a new series in 2012. Uh, yeah, I think, I that, think you're safe there. I yeah. think that's a yeah. given. Myself. Well, maybe. Certainly, certainly where we're watching it from the moment. Yes, indeed. It will be announced, though not necessarily released in 2012, that the, Harry, the withdrawn Harry Potter films will be remastered for release on Blu ray in 3D <laughs> format. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. I get you that for Christmas? No, it was just Blu-ray, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2D, as it should be. So all of them, including the Chamber of Secrets, all remastered, all on HD, and all back back down as 3D. I'm grateful I've got the proper version. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that I think, I'm not sure, I think this one may be a given. We may have information on this one at the moment, but I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That Khan is going to be in the next Trek film. Who? Khan! Oh, him. Isn't Ricardo right. Mortalbound dead? My throat <laughs> Yes, he, he's very... Yes, but very... Khan is a fictional character. Uh, <laughs> if they, if they reboot... Him, they'd if they reboot... An... Of course they They'd have to get Antonio Banderas to do it. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful? Because <laughs> oh, he can say, including my beloved wife, with the right accent. Oh, OK. Yeah. I'll go watch the film. So would I. <laughs> there's got to well, be is, a few... He's going to be in the... There's going to be a few punch-ups where he gets his shirt torn. Yeah. I'll go watch the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said he's going to be chestless. Chestless? Yes. His nipples will fall off. <laughs> Space nipples. I, I'm out of predictions. Oh, okay, well, um, after the great viewing figures of season three, Misfits will see a new, a new UK series in 2012. Which I think is pretty much. I think that's a, that's a more. But it's not been confirmed. Yeah. And with the cast changes at the end of the season, it's not certain. No. But I think it will be back. I predict. At the tail end of 2012, the BBC will announce the first of the Old Who seasons to be released in box sets that weren't complete stuff like... They've already done it with the the Key to Time series in Eastman, but just where there's been random stories, they'll start looking at releasing them in season box sets. All right, I... Certainly believe they will start doing box sets of complete seasons. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's what I mean. That they'll announce the first season. They're Mm. going to do a box set of the classic Who's. Yeah. Now they've flogged them to us all solo. Yeah, because they're (laughs) they're running out, aren't they? Mm. I'd certainly say that they're going to be doing another uh, missing episodes or missing stories box sets. I know they've done done one. I didn't know they've Well, they said they will release those those two found, recently found Mm. episodes in some form this year. Any more predictions? I've got plenty more. <laughs> Go ahead, El Presidente. He's gone to town. I have. 
The Christmas 2012 Doctor Who special, which I think I mentioned earlier, will introduce the Doctor's new companion. Mm. Yes. Fair and then she continues on to the second or half he. of the season. Or he, but I can't <laughs> believe that for a second. <laughs> Moffat's a dirty old man. I'm going <laughs> to add that to my predictions then. The new companion is going to be a bloke. Ooh, right, or a dog. <laughs> a dog. A dog. <laughs> or something that's no, not cat. Him. We've had canine. We need now a feline. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it will be announced that Merlin will end with season five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can what's see that. Arthur's king now. Yeah, so so they're, they're yeah. Well, I actually think it won't be season five because season five is the next season, isn't it? It is. I think it'll be season six. I think season five will be the season when Arthur finally figures out that Merlin is a wizard. He's in Lois Lane territory. Oh, it's a bromance. You don't notice your your partner's faults if it's a bromance. And then season six (laughs) takes us up to the whole end battle and all the rest of it. So I I think it'll be season six. Okay, I'm still saying five because I just think they're going to have trouble keeping hold of Colin Morgan, whatever his name Mm. is. Five years, long time, longer than any doctor. Yeah, just done in modern times. Obviously not Tom Baker. But, um, William Shatner will die <laughs> in an even yes. more twisted and perverted way than David Carradine did. <laughs> oh, you're a sicko. I can get behind that one. I really get That's going to be the problem. <laughs> and my final prediction is Tom Baker will die. Yay! Actually, I think he's I'm going to note down that you cheered. <laughs> not so I if che- 2012 not- turns out to be a bugger of a year... I cheered because of a familiar, old, reliable prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think he probably actually died in the anniversary year, but... <laughs> what, just to deliberately yeah. bugger up this yeah. anniversary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, is that all the predictions? Yeah. Yes. All right, yes. let's move on to fears. I fear that Chicago TARDIS 2013 books up so quickly that we miss out and don't get to go. Ooh. 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 Yes. So we need to talk about this a bit we later. Do. We, do. <laughs> we need to, yeah. After the mics have gone off. Mm-hmm. We... I'm afraid my fear is that being human will rapidly go downhill with Lenora, Annie the Ghost, leaving at the end of the season as well. Mm. well there I is think... no being human then once she's gone. Yeah. She's like... the only one left in yeah. the original. yeah. Because, um, what is it, uh, Midshipman Frames leaving at the end of... He's the not the end, he's well, going the fairly early on. Russell Toby's leaving pretty yeah. early on in the season. Yeah. And, and the vampire's already left. Yeah, he, he, he's um, hobbiting at the moment. He's yeah. yes. looking for the one ring, isn't he? He's three old, isn't My fear is that now they've buggered up the Daleks yeah. <laughs> and they thought about the Cybermen that they're going to completely redesign the TARDIS so it looks nothing like a blue police box <laughs> just so we can get more toy sales no, no. I don't think that one's going to happen no even <laughs> J&T can do that one yeah <laughs> Uh, my fear is they're going to have a lot more of the eye dialects in the coming mm. year. Getting quite used to them now. Oh, nice. <laughs> we'll see. I think they will redesign them slightly. Not greatly, but get rid of the hump, for example, I think is what they would do. I th- as, as I said, if she saw what the hump did, if there was a point for the hump. I know there's meant to be a point for the hump, yeah. but you didn't actually get well, to see it. You could still have the slaps on the back without the hump. Yeah. Yeah. I fear that William Shatner and Carrie Fisher will team up and produce a CD of sea shanties. <laughs> <laughs> can she sing? No, we know she can't. Can he? Seen, yeah, we know he can't. Star Wars Christmas special, whatever it's called. The big finish Blake 7 audios won't be a patch on the B7 Media relaunch uh, ones, is my fear. They won't be. I know they won't be, simply because the, um, the, big, uh, the Blake 7 audios were radio plays. Yeah. These are talking books, 
so at the min- maximum you're going to have two people. So that won't yeah. be as good. It's disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, having the original cast back, even if this is a reading, yeah. it might be but, quite good. The stories might be quite good to the fact you don't have to have a whole, whole cast. But Isn't I Gareth Thomas dead? No, 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 he's still with us. Oh, God, am I doing it again? <laughs> Killing him off. <laughs> is that your again? prediction? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's got to be your prediction for no, next year. No, no, it's not. I'm quite glad he's not now. <laughs> no, they're all, they're all surviving, aren't they, the original cast? Right, I predict... No, you fear. I fear, sorry, I fear. I fear that the movie houses will decide only to make 3D movies as 2D is too old-fashioned and outdated. (laughs) I think we should carry on with that one because I predicted that last year, so we'll carry on with that one because it'll be true. See how much better or worse it gets over the years. Quaint use of the word movie houses. (laughs) (laughs) The moving picture house. Um, Red Dwarf. Mm. will be a full 22-episode season, but will be just like Return to Back to Earth. Ah. Mm. Terrible, in other words. Yeah. Stinking part. I have a hope on that one. Do you mean C-R-A-P? That's it. They're only doing six, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I fear that the Go Compare people (laughs) will sign up that bloody awful opera singer again for another year of teeth Grindingly terrible adverts. That's the one. Yes, we know. That's a given, I think. Okay, I fear that we'll all die from some nasty disease contracted from our chalet. <laughs> Excuse me, I stayed there as a child. I'm immune. Look what it did to your voice, though. Oh no, no. Well, that's one resolution going yeah. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to cuddle? Yes, please. Okay. Hang on. No, later, later. Okay. <laughs> Just back on. <laughs> right, I fear Steve Moffat signed a ten-year contract oh. as the executive producer for Doctor Who oh, and then goes off and concentrates on Sherlock. <laughs> okay. Right. My fear is that Amy Pond will die a horrific, tragic death. And my fear is it because we'd have to spend up a 24-hour suicide watch with Adam taking it in <laughs> rotors to yep, look after him. We would. I fear that the compare the meerkat, meerkat gets rabies and has to be put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're just we can hope, we can hope. <laughs> Any more fears? Nope, not nope. for me. No. Do, do you see a, a common theme in the Amy Pond? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe right. call uh, Karen Gillan to come and console me. <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. That would be like throwing petrol on a fire. <laughs> Why did you go? <laughs> Hopes and dreams. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't actually read out most of Adam's hopes. <laughs> yeah, just There's only one about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but boy, is it a doozy. Okay, I hope that the new companion or companions carries on the tradition of top-notch actors who are dragged <laughs> screaming into the role. I can say topless. Top-notch. <laughs> Unless, of course, they can get Antonio Banderas, in which case topless would be fine. <laughs> oh, okay, I hope in 2012 that the 3D in The Hobbit, in 48 frames a second, will actually be rather good and not detract from the film but not good enough that it revives the, fo- the flagging fortunes of 3D, <laughs> generally. I hope that Stephen Moffat either concentrates on who, or gives more control to his assistants. <laughs> My hope that is that Neil Gaiman does an author's preferred version of The Doctor's Wife. Yes. So mm. we can see all the bits that had to get 
Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, that was one of my favourite commentaries. Was him? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Even it's... better than Janet Fielding talking about her hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that we get snowed in at the SFX weekender and have to spend a whole week playing chocolate hobnob poker with Alex Kingston and Craig Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my cats will, because they'll be in the cattery trying not to kill the cattery. That's baby. all right. They'll be being fed and looked after. They'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, but yeah. Izzy's aim in life is to deface them. He's already tried once and been passed well, now successful. he'll get more time <laughs> yeah, yeah i hope the new genre series will arise to, cri- to critical acclaim in the way that tortured been human life on mars and even sherlock did yeah, yeah. we are now lacking well as, as i said earlier we have no spacecraft shows yeah no tortured i'm sure being yeah. human is looking dodgy from now on life on mars mm-hmm. is gone yeah. sherlock we get three episodes this year yeah um yeah Everything, yeah. everything's going and when you say this year they do the first one literally at the mm. beginning of this year we, we've already seen one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. next two uh, next couple of weeks yeah. So, yeah um one of my hopes of a dream whichever way you like it is that Rory stays forever <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be lovely forever oh dear any more hopes and dreams yep, yep. Uh, we finally get the last remaining headshots of doctors with the head of Pertwee Oh, so, right. so, we so we do all the surviving doctors. We need Tombo. Yep. yep. Peter Davison. Yep. And uh, Chris Eccleston. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> We'd have to hope. sneak up to him as he comes out of the gym going, Oi, mate, catch! He's punching me, he's punching me! <laughs> Oi, mister, can we have our head back? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> we can stick it where? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it would just be so we could get all, all the doctors yeah, still hopefully. with us. I, I have one more hope. It's in two parts. Oh, dear. Part A is that I enjoy the Olympics. <laughs> Given that they are literally at the top of the road where I work and it looks like I am volunteering. The second is, given that they're at the top of the road where I work, I have a cat in hell's chance of actually getting into work at any point over the Olympics. (laughs) I've set out around July. I think I'm going to be walking to work every day for the best part of six weeks. (laughs) Any more hopes and dreams? I I have one which is a traditional one. Got part, partially fulfilled last year, mm-hmm. but now we have Whedon or JMS do a Who story. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Never know. Uh, I hope the new Red Dwarf be a triumphant return to form. Oh. So one of going to be right. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't look... I hope... It, I'm with you on that hope, but it doesn't look likely. Yeah, ever since Rob Grant. Yeah. Uh, I hope for more radio Torchwood. Yes. 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 Thought they were very good. Were very Better good. than uh, Miracle Day, frankly. Yep. And my final hope, my final dream for 2012. Uh, let oh, me this guess. This is going to be a... Uh, <laughs> she's will pose not... with a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a problem. Yeah, so which yeah, which one would be naked? Stand next to a Dalek? Yeah. Yeah. Would the Dalek be naked? He didn't no, mention no. anything about naked. <laughs> are, are you thinking Katie Manning I may style be, posing may well with be. Daleks? <laughs> <laughs> Younger uh, listeners, you're going to have to Google that one. <laughs> yeah, but think how your work would suffer because you'd have no blood in your brain for about <laughs> eight months. <laughs> and he'll get it blown up to a full size pony. <laughs> it will grit. Will... Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh, and on that twisted bombshell. Bomb <laughs> 
will then depart the predictions for this year. But let us know what yours are, your hopes, fears, predictions and dreams. Mm. You can send them to us if you like. At? Yeah. Show. At? Staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. Woo! In fact, there's even a prize for our... Is there? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, do we get a prize? No. What's the prize? Who, for, what, how, why, when, We why, mentioned it last uh, podcast. Um, did we? Oh, yes, yes, we did. You yes. can win a signed ah. picture of oh, Colin yes, Baker, the Colin yes. Baker with the oh, head of Pertwee. Yes. Yeah, the first aloft. one. The one that kicked them all off. He did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, favourite prediction that's made by a listener. Yes. And we'll pick one. Yeah, next time we'll pick one, so you need to get it in within a week of this podcast. Going and on. if you send Mountain Dew with your entry, you're probably going to win. <laughs> God, well then. No, we can't be bright. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> See me afterwards. <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, all right. I have a confession to make. I can see the future. All right, I know what you're all thinking. Oh my God, this guy is completely cuckoo, cuckoo. But I swear I'm not. Right. You have been writing to us, you lovely, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Betwixt sprouts and Christmas pudding, <laughs> thou hast put pen to paper and finger to tickled. keyboard. It's We've that heard. Vina that comes out. Yes. <laughs> We've heard from Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Hello, Hello Kirby. Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Kirby says, hello, team, hello. and hello to the esteemed head of Pertwee, where I seem to be the only person who, to have responded to his Christmas greetings. Yes, I've noticed that. Yeah. I appreciated listening to the opening of your Christmas cracker in episode 122. I started the, Chris, the tradition of Christmas crackers at Christmas dinner for the first time in our family this year. Oh, Kirby oh. is writing from the good old US of A, I think. <sighs> yes, it's Let not me check. Big... Uh, yeah, there's a dollar sign there, so it's probably not London. Not no. a big thing of Christmas crackers over there, I don't think. No. Sure, you say. He started the age-old tradition. (laughs) Ho-hum. Easier said than done, as we live just outside Atlanta, Georgia. I think that's in America. It is. Uh, It could be. could be that one. (laughs) You all know. The other other side of the pond. Adam likes the other side of the pond. I think he probably likes the middle of the pond. Stop it. (laughs) Christmas crackers aren't the easiest thing to find here. I went in search of some with my oldest daughter on December the 22nd, but were unable to find any. You left it a bit late. (laughs) The half price here by that point. (laughs) On December the 23rd, I took all three of my daughters on a final search and found them at a store called World Market, where they had hundreds of packages of them. Huzzah! (laughs) Nine dollars a package, or about five pound eighty, which I assume was terribly expensive. It's a bit pricey. You should should get good toys for that. Well, the ones I bought, you got six for ten pounds, which is what, yes, about fifteen dollars. You, you have no concept of the idea of money. Oh, is that too much? That's a little too much. <laughs> but yeah. they were good, good toys. Yeah, if they're, yeah. If they're they good were. ones, you can pay up to fourteen pounds. Popping mm. them at dinner was fun. <laughs> popping them, popping <laughs> them. Yeah, but the prize package for one of them went flying across the room and landed behind some immovable furniture. <laughs> Had to retrieve it later. Yeah. One of our jokes, the tinselitis one, was the same as one of your jokes. <laughs> yeah, that they, will happen a lot. That, and they, yeah. they've got to be a level of badness the fact that you had different jokes in each cracker was was a bonus 
We also purchased some jammy dodgers at the store <laughs> to keep the Daleks at bay, but they unfortunately were out of Jelly Babies. Curtly Bartlett's Kirby Bartlett Sloan, American correspondent for the twenty megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Thank you. He Thank continues. You. Oh, P.S. Oh, my seventeen-year-old daughter specialises in collage using paint colour samples from the hardware store. She made me a Christmas gift of decorating a clock in a Doctor Who style. Ooh. I love how she did the fourth Doctor's scarf at the top of the clock. The fourth Doctor is my Doctor. <laughs> and Kirby's put a link to a picture of the clock, which we'll put up on the website. Oh, yeah, we've got to, got to have a look at that. P.P.S. Yeah. I'm slightly deranged as I have detached earlobes. Yes! See? <laughs> nutter! Detached earlobe, nutter. <laughs> P.P.P.S. I'm wearing the hat that came in my Christmas cracker right now, almost a week after Christmas. <laughs> okay. Remember, Karen, it's a novelty for him. That's why it's a novelty. <laughs> okay. We'll put Kirby in the nutter pile. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm with the, Kirby. Thank God there's an ocean between us or that person may stalk us pile. <laughs> yes, I like Kirby. But you might be going across the pond soon. Shh, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I said it once, but I think I got away with it. <laughs> Please tell me there are letters from a more sane person. Well, well, we, I, I've got one here yeah. from Benjamin Elliot. <laughs> Benjamin's not sane. <laughs> he, I've got to give him marks because he's been very quick off of the mark. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. So, time travelling greetings from the USA. I am writing this on December the 21st, but you'll be getting it on the December the 22nd due to the time zones. Uh, I'm going to write for some predictions for 2012. Well wow. done. Wow. See, so I mean, for we can put out that last podcast. Yeah. Out of the goodness of my heart. But then you guys announced a competition, so now I'm submitting the same prediction, but the stakes are higher. Dun, dun, dun. Prediction one. Yes. Can Gillen and Arthur Darville will depart Doctor Who in the last regular non-Christmas episode to air in 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what Gene said. Prediction two. River Sung will have a child. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, How does she do that if she's dead? Before she dies, maybe. Prediction ah. three. <laughs> the coalition government in the UK will collapse. Yes. Leading to a new election and another conservative, liberal, democratic coalition government. Mm, yeah. Labour will come in fourth, fourth. on that election. <laughs> election. Behind the monster raving loony party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who aren't even entering. <laughs> Prediction four. There will be a proper series of... Being Evil Stories ah, on the Staggering Stories website in the month before 2012 Olympics. I am pretty confident in that one. Wonder what mm. Benjamin's I, I, up to. I'm intrigued. <laughs> what, are you, what are you and Benjamin up to? Well, not me, but he's writing this new series for our website. Oh, oh. Thank you, Benji. Prediction five. At least one Doctor Who lost episode will turn up. The fact mm. that we've had a recovery in the age of Facebook and Twitter combined with Doctor Who's high popularity means that many people who might have lost British television shows are finding this out for the first time right now. While we will be happy for a Doctor Who find, something rarer is from another famous UK show will turn up and hog the attention this time, and we won't care because it will be a, also be a big discovery. Mm, can't think what that might be. Prediction six. 
David Tennant will not be allowed anywhere near the Olympic Games. <laughs> if anything, there will be a scandal of him being paid money to be on a different continent during the entire period. I still think he should carry the torch. I, well, I think he should. I think he should. But... <laughs> Prediction seven. The BBC will want a new children's show with a Doctor Who connection. Mm. Instead of the Christmas traditional Christmas episode of 2012, we will get a Doctor Who episode that is really a backdoor pilot setting up a children's spin-off show. Due the, to the quality of the concept, we will learn before the pilot airs that there will be a full series of the new show in 2013. Mm. Mm. It's kind of what they did with Sarah Jane Adventures. They yeah. had that special. Yeah, yeah, the special at Christmas. Yeah. Prediction eight. Tom Baker will be alive and well <laughs> at the end of 2012. Yes. Thwarting El Presidente's traditional prediction again. <laughs> prediction. Sorry? Does it deliberately, Tom Baker? <laughs> prediction 8A. Tom Baker and Lala Ward will record the first of several Big Finish audios together and finally be able to interact with each other. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy New Year, guys. Benjamin Elliott, our man from Manassas. Mm. Thank happy you, Benji. New Year, happy Benji. New Year to you. Thank you, Benji. Happy New Year. Well, just to make sure that we have our room full. Yep. We've got an email, a letter here from someone called Kirby. Oh, well, that's like, <laughs> again. Yeah, Kirby, what are you up to, man? <laughs> yeah, a name like that, you didn't think two people would have it, but it's no, 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 obviously no, no. more well, common than we thought. Well, this isn't so much as um, a, a letter, but more he's jumping onto Mr M's bandwagon, I think. <laughs> more could I, just, could I just ask something? Yeah. Are we sure that Kirby's a boy's name? I think he is. I think he is. Could okay. be a girl's name. Could and if we are a girl, girl Kirby, if, we if, do apologise. Yeah. If, if I'm wrong, then I apologise. <laughs> but, right. The Doctor and the Pons hear a knock on the TARDIS door. Rory opens it and in bursts William Shantner and <laughs> Reese Parton, clasping the head of Pertwee between them. Why? <laughs> Reese quickly glances over at Amy and takes a moment to admire her... <clears throat> Assets. <laughs> Shat nudges Reese and they start a lively chorus of O to Joy from the fourth movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Oh dear. <laughs> Why? This means singing, doesn't it? No. Freude, Schoner, Gutter Funken. Got to what? <laughs> do, you no, mind, yeah. do you mind? This is hard enough as it is. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's rare that that happens in women. <laughs> Don't put me off. Not impossible, but rare. <laughs> Talk to... <laughs> She's gone. I'm done. I'm going to do this in German. Is she sitting in the crisis chair? I think she will be. Talk to... Aus... Elysium... Via Betterton. Vera's better Freud at Tarkin. Himmlisch. Dein. Hilligerton. Okay. I, I have no idea. The head of Pertwee, of course, cannot join in the singing, but keeps in time with his eyebrows. <laughs> Kurt Bartley Sloan, American correspondent from the 20 Megabyte.2 podcast. Can I add P.S. A nutter! <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the stuff in German. Definitely a little bit odd. Um, we love you, though, but no more German. <laughs> asterix, asterix, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. All I can yeah. say, Kirby, is meine Deutsche ist nicht so gut. It happened 
Sprachen ist der Deutsche von 20 Grader. Your knickers have fallen down. Please pass them over to you and the Vaseline. <laughs> Don't <Okay>. forget the ladle. <laughs> right. You're I... a show off. <laughs> we have one here from Nancy. Hello, Hello Nancy. Now I'm sure that's a girl's name. It could be a boy's name. Could... In Did America. Name after the town. Mm. In America. Uh, predictions, I believe. Okay. Yes. Number one. The podcasting panel at Gallifrey One will exceed all expectations. Continuing the podcast audio ratio trends, the nine audience members will set up on the dais and a hundred podcasts will sit in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Karen Gillan will indeed be leaving Doctor Who and in a controversial move will pose nude with a Dalek. Yay! <laughs> Fandom react harshly to this. No, they don't. <laughs> I think one, one part of fandom one, won't one react man. harshly. One man I think maybe fandom will react hardly to this. <laughs> ah, I need to clarify. It would all make sense. Clarify. As she'll be posing with the new style, darling. Oh, oh, well, how oh, dare yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three. So more hump to hide behind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice more hump. hump to what? <laughs> Uh, three, Arthur Darville will follow suit and pose nude with a side man. Yes. <laughs> this caused further fan uproar as we posing with the Cybus Industries side man. <sighs> and four, reports about the 50th anniversary special will begin to appear. Due to a previous serious acting commitment, Christopher Eccleston will not be appearing as the Ninth Doctor. <laughs> In his place, the head of Perth will be donning the Ninth Doctor's iconic leather jacket <laughs> and be fully animated by the mill. <laughs> That's it, Nancy from the Happiness Patrol podcast. Thank you, Thank Nancy. You, Nancy. <laughs> that is the girl's name because really... we met her. Yes. We must remember that for 2013, one of our predictions will be the head of Pertwee will guest star <laughs> in the 50th anniversary <laughs> special. <Yeah. laughs> right, we've heard Pickled from time. Jay. Hello, Hello Jay. Jay. Jay says, dear team, I recently had a question and realised there was no better source for an answer than your collective <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> so I thought I'd pose it to you. Go on. Where do babies come now? That's <laughs> I've been watching Blake Seven for the first time on DVD, oh, largely after hearing you talk about it so much. I quite like it. I'm not old enough to remember the original run. I was born during the first... You bastard. <laughs> uh, language, Sorry. come on. I was born during the first series. So unlike Doctor Who, I don't have anything to compare it to in my memory. I was surprised how much the first two series looked like Doctor Who from the same time, which I guess isn't very surprising, given it was made by virtually the same people. Yeah, it's yeah. that cheap plastic triangly <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I'll never be convinced it's the future until my house is made of it. <laughs> but I'm now watching the third series, which was aired about the same time as Tom Baker's last series, and my question is this. Um, At the time the show was originally aired, did it feel as old-fashioned as it did to me watching it, or was series 18 of Doctor Who just vastly different from everything else? But then... Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers and The Empire Strikes Back are all right about the same time too and they didn't look quite so cheap um, tired <laughs> and it's not just the visual look either it's partially the music too with Dudley Simpson's music versus stuff from the Radiophonic Workshop and other electronic-y stuff was the other stuff like Doctor Who and Empire things that were sort of implicitly geared for children and expected to be flashier and trendier and something more adult like Blake Seven was supposed to be stodgier I wonder the same sort of thing about The Nightmare Man, but then again, it was also largely made by the same group of people. Anyway, I'd love to hear anything you might have to say about that. Thanks for your time. Jay. Mm. Well, yeah. It didn't look 
old-fashioned because we were there. <laughs> well, <I think laughs> That's what the end of the 70s looked like. He was comparing it yeah, to uh, J&T's first year, which could look mm, radically yeah, the, mm. yeah. J&T came in and gave it a vast overhaul. Mm. You know, yeah. Because it was upgraded music and new titles. Yeah, got yeah. But he's, he's yeah. right about the first series of Blake 7. It may as well have been oh, yeah. Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. It's part and parcel the same sort of thing. I think they actually I shared budget at one point. The last huh? season of Blake 7, they deliberately kept grungy. Uh, we, 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 we got one more, yeah. se- we got one more series Star of Blake Wars, 7 because yeah. it lasted four series. Yeah. Uh, they tried to finish it at the end of the third series. Yeah. But again, thanks to that wonderful fan writing campaign, they did bring it back only to properly kill it. Yeah. yeah, and I think they really slashed the budget but, on the yeah, last series. I think they kind of because yeah. they didn't want it anymore. They they weren't spending yeah. a lot of money on it, and they weren't concentrating on it. So yeah, it was that's just it. Going the, through the motions. The last the last else. season of the third season of Blake Seven is that they had lost confidence in it. Mm. I'm not sure if it had its budget cut again. I don't know. But <laughs> probably How this is the time nothing? of rampant inflation, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So they yeah. probably didn't have a cut as such in real terms. Yeah, no. they, they didn't increase the money, put it that way. I have to admit, I remember at the time, because I really liked the first couple of seasons, but I I didn't watch that much of the, sec- the third and fourth season of Blake Seven. I think I actually only turned on to watch them all get massacred at the end. <laughs> Sorry if you weren't aware that was what yeah, happened. But yeah, it, it did yeah. look... Because you had just had Star Wars come out yeah. not so long before, there which is... kind of like broke total ground in terms of I know, special effects. I know um, the fourth... Again, last season... They the special effects were very ropey because you had the big rings around everything. Mm. If you if you look yeah. if you look the season before the special effects, they at least tried. Yeah, but the this first was... season or so they were using models and they using animation, animation right? yeah. Yeah. which is they never did in Doctor Who, I don't think. No, no. no. I, I think it was more budgetary. There was a combination of budgetary, and I think they then used that as the excuse to say we're we're making it look more. Yeah, you know, less glamorous and yeah. more realistic. Mm. But yeah. But certainly the third season really is the beginning and the end, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. It's interesting because looking back, a lot of Doctor Who even at the end looks rather rubbish yeah. by today's standards. But at the time, I don't know, I noticed it. sometimes you noticed it, but not often. I think, I, I think certainly for Who, you didn't really notice how bad it was until it got to these uh, Collins. That's when it really hit home, some of the special effects and some of the stuff that but they But there did. again... Mm. Could that have been, I mean, Tom Baker, John Pertwee and the beginning of Peter Davison. I mean, I didn't notice anything wrong with it because I was at that age. But then mm. when Colin I am, and Sylvester came along, you notice it more because you're older. Yeah, I, 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 it could be. It could be one of the factors. But it's just one of the precipitating factors to why Colin Baker is classed as a bad mm. doctor. I so It's not because of him. It's because of everything that went around him. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of that many bad special effects of Colin Baker. I, th- really. I think um, the vines in Vengeance on Varos. Yeah, I, I, I'm pointing <laughs> to Vengeance on Varos in total. Yeah. You know, yeah. that is production-wise, th- that's atrocious. I think mm. also there's um there's a big thing to be said for the storyline as well. Yes. If if a story captivates you, you kind of almost don't see the flaws in the unless obviously a building falls down or a wall <laughs> falls down that shouldn't. You kind of forgive a lot of the visuals because you get yeah. captured into the whole fantasy yeah. of it. A lot of the um, Tom Baker stuff was very 
classic and they also didn't do much of special effects when you actually look back on them mm-hmm. there's not a lot of special yeah. effects in there to go wrong so you've More got work, classical stories that have been reworked that we all know plus that kind of style and then you come into the Colin Baker era, they're going much more into special effects. And the stories weren't quite as good. They didn't quite hold your attention so well, I think, in some respects. There wasn't well, so much of the dialogue yeah. and that. So you started to see the flaws around it, it the also, edge. It also, back to, bringing us back to the point, you can say that by uh, Blake Seven. I mean, mm. uh, one of the ones for the last season, Animal. Yeah. Mm. Which really was... Well, you always have bad episodes. It's a, a Plan 9 st- yeah. type yeah. story. So I think it's a combination of things. It, did, it didn't look as flash as everything else no. that was around at that time, but then you were sold on the idea that it wasn't supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I think, I think you also got to cater in the fact that they were, tr- as, is, as it says in the letter, they were trying to put an aspect of reality mm. into yeah. it. Sort of grungy Yeah, reality. Just to look back on Doctor Who in 20 years' time, where we are now. Yeah, if we're still alive. <laughs> How bad will it look? Yeah. One hopes one will be. Yeah. <laughs> I do. There weren't too many bad special effects in the Christmas special. Head in a jar. I, I plan to be the head of Pertwee. Oh, <laughs> God. I've got one here from Mr. Jack. Mr. Oh. Jack. Hello, Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. Yes. Is he brothers to Mr. M? I don't know. Mm. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I just heard episode 122. Great episode. I've got some points I want to bring up with you. Number one, the Doctor Who movie. If there is, and there probably won't be, a movie, it'll be more of an action than a sci-fi drama. For example, see the Trek movie. That was an action movie based on a sci-fi drama. But will an action version of Doctor Who work? Mm. Probably if you do it during the Time War. That would be cool. Maybe. Point two. In episode 122, you read out an email... During the reading that during reading that email out, you said that Primeval was boring. Uh, well, I believe that was a uh, fake Crumbly. <laughs> I think that was a fake Crumbly's point, but, but I, she was right. <laughs> I no, can, she was not. I can see your point, but season or series four and five aren't all dinosaurs. They have a story and a background as well as some other cool stuff. Here, yeah. here. There's an arc definitely going through it. Yeah. No, Three, if you guys like pl- uh, playing online games, yeah. episode 121, why don't you check out Minecraft? It's a mm. great first-person sandbox, a fu- fun as both a single-player and a multiple-player. What's a sandbox? <laughs> Something where you can do absolutely anything and everything and there's no set pattern to it and you just arse around. <laughs> right, thank you. I, I haven't I haven't played Minecraft, no. but I have seen of it and know of it and there's a couple of um uh videos out there online on YouTube and I know one person has created and put into his game Angels. Oh, oh as in weeping angels. As in the weeping angels, you get these statues that m- come and get you, but they only move when you're not looking at them. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, it's something I'd like to have a go and, and try to get yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, that's all about for, That's about all for now. Mr. Jack, P.S. Mm. You'll be hearing from me next episode. Ooh. And it has an exclamation mark. I really think it should have a laugh after it as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from me next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, action film. That's my worry with it, really. I, oh, uh, again, it dep- I can see where they're coming from because uh, it's what I've always stipulated about films is 
for TV episodes, the central characters can't really advance that much. But the films always always has to be to make it a story is to be a major turning mm. point in the character's life. They're meant to come out of the story different from as they went in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll ha- it could work. They're we'll one-off standalone yes. rather than yeah. stuff that you've got to carry from weeks, months or even years. Mm. We've heard from Chris. Hello, Hello Chris. Chris says, a very happy new year to the Staggering Stories team and the head of Smith wearing his helmet on backwards. <laughs> Why, <laughs> thank apo- you. I apologise if this is a bit late, but better late than never. The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe. Oh, yes. <laughs> so try and imagine the biggest spaceship you can. No, bigger than that. <laughs> bigger. The first shot of this made the spaceship seem even bigger than what you're imagining now, and so very detailed, and then it blew up. <laughs> Last year, we had the Doctor jumping down a chimney covered in coal dust. This year, he's bowling along an exploding spaceship corridor, somersaulting through an open door where he clings on for dear life before letting go and tumbling towards the Earth, chasing after a spacesuit. I'm surprised they had any money left for the story after that opening. <laughs> I think there's only one word that could have made it any more enjoyable to watch. Geronimo! Oh, dear. (laughs) The angel had a rough landing, but is rescued by Madge Arwell, played by the excellent Claire Skinner. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen all of Outnumbered, but I have seen some, and she was great, so I'm pleased Mm -hmm. she was able to be in this. More on her later. Meanwhile, the angel's got his spacesuit on back to front, and then he's constantly walking into things very funny, and and to top it all off, they've got the wrong police box. (laughs) Three years later... Now I can talk about Alexander Armstrong as Reg Arwell. Again, he's one of my favourite funny people, but he he can do the serious acting too, as Mm. we see when he's flying back across the channel. This sequence is obviously heavily based on David Niven in A Matter of Life and Death. Yes, thank you! (laughs) I knew it was. I couldn't remember the name of the film. (laughs) I told you what the name of the film was. No, you didn't, because you couldn't remember the name of the film either. (laughs) But you still feel terribly sad for Reg, and I started crying when I saw the telegram. It seemed oddly apt that this year's Christmas special should feature a woman whose husband had been taken from her by war, especially considering the military wives got the Christmas number one this year, beat Simon Cowell. (laughs) There was also a very good use of the telescope when the wish was made from new director Farron Blackburn. Christmas Eve. So the Arwells arrive at the house and are introduced to the caretaker, casually pulling the odd the old wooden door off its hinges I also love his not taking the bags and then the grand tour of the house chairs that move by themselves a tap especially for lemonade (laughs) and the best kids bedroom ever conceived by man I'm really pleased there was a sciencey wyancey workbench I can't help feeling it wouldn't have been there three or four years ago and best of all hammocks what could be better? The caretaker completely missing the hammock is what? One of the moments of the story. Another moment came almost immediately after when Madge told the caretaker about Reg and tried to justify her behaviour towards her children and he was able to just turn her argument on its head and show how wrong she is. That was fantastic to watch. We're introduced to the giant present, a present inside which is a forest with trees that grow baubles of their own which then expand to four times the size and hatch into What? Stephen really has got a lot of magical ideas being thrown around in this. To move on to the kids, and what a couple of kids. They're amazing. First, there's Cyril and his glasses. Some really good acting from Maurice Cole when he's exploring the forest, uh, where I'm sure he doesn't say a word, yet you know exactly what he's thinking. Then there's Lily. Holly Earl really struck up a good relationship with Matt Smith. I Mm. could actually imagine them both racketing around the universe together were there an option. It's definitely clear that this is based on elements of that C.S. Lewis book, but the story (laughs) 
bring some elements to the fore which weren't developed on much, which weren't developed on much in the novel, such as the talking trees being used to maximum scary effect. And another line I really liked. What do they teach you in school these days? <laughs> Elsewhere, we have Bill Bailey and the Foresters. Please say we can tell the difference between wood and sidearms. <laughs> now, there aren't many parts he could have played, but this suited him perfectly. Speaking of which, fantastic-looking suits and quite a clever ploy from Madge and, oops, she's armed. <laughs> Eventually, the caretaker and co. reach a mystery, mysterious tower made of wood. More good ideas and a wooden king and queen that was incredibly creepy when the king started moving. With the trees planned to evacuate, needing a human host, this seems desperate but wait outside it's a giant three-legged machine with Madge at the re wheel to slightly rewrite a line from last series mummy's coming home again Claire Skinner does a magnificent job when she's seeing her husband dying and she can't bear losing him I cried a lot while that was happening <laughs> another line of hers I liked was when she and the caretaker have this exchange I imagine you'd prefer to be alone I don't believe anyone would prefer that but this is Doctor Who at Christmas, and that's when miracles happen. Reg saw the light and he followed it home. I'm glad the Doctor took Mother Christmas's advice and went to see his friends. So Amy's back again, threatening carol singers with water. <laughs> Nothing changes. I like that she referred to River as a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that mother-daughter stuff next year. And as he stands on the doorstep, the Doctor has some happy crying of his own. Aww. He's at home with his friends and he's pleased to see them. Stephen Moffat said that they had had this story in his brain for about a year and that it was more Christmassy than a Christmas carol. Here's my reaction. Last year we had a man gaining something which he never had before, the love of a good woman, and that gave me a great feeling, believe me. But this year it was about a woman giving, being given something back which she thought she'd lost forever and the image of the Arwells being reunited in the garden gave me an even happier feeling and that is why for me it was the best Christmas yet <laughs> see you guys in 2012 Chris thank uh, you Chris that's one thing I forgot to mention one yeah. thing I that didn't quite work yeah. it's when he said humany woomany yeah I didn't I think we've, we've gone a little far with yeah, the far. putting a little why yeah. on the end of yes. things yeah I'd forgotten about the water pistol. <laughs> we have one here from Galashan. Dear the staggering stories. Still say the first 23 were the best. All downhill for you lot since. I felt it should be pointed out on your last show, everyone was supposed to buy Crumbly that awful CD. I was <laughs> unable to, however. I did manage something similar, if at all possible. Hence my giving of a Prezi to him on the show. Ah, oh, it was a Hasselhoff, wasn't the it? Hasselhoff. Yeah, the Hasselhoff scene. Yeah, he yeah. wanted us to all get him uh, the Shatner. We got so, him the Shatner. You did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we people. didn't present it to him here. We waited until he got home yeah. on Christmas morning when uh, he's happy, jolly, opens all his presents, and then there's that. Uh, That's why he's not here today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's probably still rocking backwards and forwards in his underpants on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you are smelly poos and Yaboo sucks. Things for not doing it. Well, oh, we well, did, yeah, so, so poo to you too. Poo uh, to you, sir, with knobs on. I'll have the law on you. Yours, Siobhan, the McFadden of McFaddians. We have a letter here from Brian Bayer. Hello. Hello, Hello Brian. Brian. Another one of our USA listeners. Ooh. Ooh. Predictions are not the same as preferences, so nope. I'll try not to base these on the latter. The simple answer is that he discloses his name, the prevention of which the silence has spent so long engineering. Regardless of whether we learn the Doctor's actual name, the nature of his secret identity must be nearly as significant as his very existence, mm -hmm. which Team Alien Menace tried to erase way back in 
the pandemic of opens. There is a treasure trove of possibilities traced to the Doctor's past. The question of his name takes us back to a point before the show first aired. When did he adopt the monocle and why? For what reason did he leave Gallifrey in the first place? Presuming you dismiss the canosity of the novels. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes. Okay. What possible consequences could his identity incur? Mm -hmm. What do the silence fear? Is there reason in selfish or malicious? Altruistic or protective? Misled or confused? How much do they know about him and where did they learn it? When the Doctor used the moment to end the time war, Gadafrey was ostensibly locked into its relative presence, bearing the, barring the time laws from being able to travel th- through time any longer. The planet's place in time has always seemed displaced from the otherwise flexible timey-wimey fabric. Whilst I don't think his name would undo the time war, at least not directly, it could have implications that bring the time laws back into the picture somehow. Aside from the suggestion for the primary story arc, I'm sure there will be plenty of side adventures to distract us from the big questions. Brian Bear. Now, is he Mm. on about the new movie or next season? Because that could all apply to the new movie for things Mm. that they want to look at in there. Yeah. Maybe. The books aside, you always got the impression that he left Gallifrey under some form of scandal. Mm. Mm. Well, it was that doing was the a runner. <laughs> Kidnapping young girls is for one well, of them. Yeah. yeah, maybe. He did leave in a hurry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were pressing reasons for my leaving at the time. Yes, yeah. I'm not sure about scandal, but he was uh, hunted uh, or yeah. something. I think, you know, they're um, uh, runcible. The discussion in Deadly Assassin. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there was something it was mentioned. Uh, wasn't there something when you left? Oh, mm. no, all forgotten about now. Uh, so it brings up some know. interesting ideas there. I yeah. mean, I don't think some of them you'd want to necessarily examine in the, in the series because it, it could bring about its yeah. own demise kind of style. But there's some interesting ideas that if you were going to do a story set before we see him on Earth, that would be interesting to look at because then you can still kind of disregard them in terms of the TV series yeah. if, you, if you wanted to. Any more? We have a... A long one here <laughs> from uh, Mr. M. Oh, hello, hello, Mr. M. M. Do you have any relation to Mr. Jack? Section one, looking at predictions for 2011. The series splits will prove to be amazing and all TV shows will follow suit. <laughs> <laughs> Even EastEnders. Well, I think it worked anyway. Not all shows copied the format. The Sarah Jane Adventures will return from another series in 2012 and will be terrible. <laughs> leaving everybody with only bad memories of what it sometimes was a rather brilliant and rather childish TV show. Tom Baker will die. No. <laughs> nope. nope. Saw in Tesco's last week. Seemed <laughs> fine to me. Um, okay, his fears for 2011. There will be a 3D Doctor Who film. Though a film looks to be on the horizon, no actual film this year. Karen Gillan will not return for Series 7. That's Sadly, enough. that fear is true, he says. No, no, I think she's not. She's going to be in a couple, but she's not going to do a full season. Not a full season. We don't no. know what capacity, but... Yeah. Current... Predictions are it'll be half a season. River Song will be someone I hate. Uh, he's predicting either she will be the master of the Rani or Rogues. Uh, no, not that I have anything against the master, apparently. Uh, Heroes will return for Series 5 and will be absolutely crap. No. No. No, <laughs> no sadly, my, f- my third favourite TV show was not been, has not been resurrected. Uh, Mr M's Hopes and Dreams for 2011. Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2 will not be disappointing. It wasn't. It wasn't. And it wasn't, he says, yeah. Uh, I will meet another Doctor Who 
staff my collection of autographs. Did you? Currently one. Preferably Karen Gillan. Did no, you? No. Not oh, happened. Shame. Though I did meet Tom Baker again. In Tesco's. Always happens in Tesco's. <laughs> uh, I will get to go to Gallifrey 23. Well, it's not next year, but unless I get a last-minute ticket and flight to America, it's not going to happen. Aww. So here we go. Section two is predictions for 2012. Let's tart with a classic. Let's tart with a classic. <laughs> Tom Baker will die. I think that's start. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Baker will die. Uh, number two, Reese Parton. Overloaded, overloaded multiple podcasts will become so confused you will only be able to type... <laughs> okay. The Daleks will be back in series seven. Karen Gillan will release a sex tape. <laughs> you notice there's a running theme really involving Karen Gillan and some of these. Men. Yes. That's his prediction. It's not a hope and dream. It's his prediction. <laughs> uh, now his hopes and dreams are one hot summer's day, late at night, a drunken Karen Gillan will come knocking at my door. <laughs> She's dressed as a kissogram. Oh, I let yeah. her in. Give her something else to to drink to drink. <laughs> As the night goes on, we start I to kiss. I think we to a gentle file over that one. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, we will see River Song in the next series of Doctor Who. His fears for 2012. Torched will return. Not that Miracle Day is bad or anything, but it needs to take a break to look around and think about the future. Now the show can continue without becoming any more ludicrous than it already is. <laughs> his fear is that River Song will not be in the next series of Doctor Who. And his fear is that Karen Gillan will die. Yeah. Not Amy Potts, Karen Gillan. We stop <laughs> killing <laughs> off actors. He's got a quick review of uh, Misfits Series 3, which we really should have talked really talk about. Maybe the, the DVD. I haven't uh, seen it. The DVD's out soon. I'll get the DVD and I'll share it around. Ooh. Don't really want to see it. Oh, yeah, like you say, you haven't seen it. I saw the first series. Oh, did you? So he can't remember what happened in each episode, but he's going to do a character arc review. Curtis, the whole body-swapping thing was a different power, but does he still have the bringing people back from the dead power he acquired in episode 7? Because if he does, that could cause some trouble. And if not, what power has he got now? Kelly and Seth, the whole relationship was fun to watch. I think we've seen enough of Seth. If he has now stopped dealing powers, what else can he do? The Hitler episode was a highlight for him. And the body swap episode for Kelly. Rudy, fantastic, hilarious. That's just the half of him, literally. My favourite moment of his was in episode three, when Peter was telling the stealing handbag story. He just yawned and said, Hey, sorry, mate, thought you were finished. Go on. Simon and Alicia. I love Alicia, honestly. God. <laughs> the whole Super Hoodie story was pulled off fantastically. I was fearing, a, a, oh, I don't fancy doing this. Let's just forget about it and do let time go mad. However, as pleased as I am with the story, I am devastated about Alicia's death. No more of her breasts and moaning. To see my review of series one and two, visit a blog link. We put it up on the blog. blog link. Yes. Here's a very quick review of Merlin series four. That was good. Hey, <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> Coming soon. The next email I will send you will feature nominations for Podcast Awards 2012. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And this year, people are allowed to vote. <laughs> obviously if you're a podcast you can't vote for yourself darn, darn. as an incentive to vote anyone who emails me with their choices will be entered into a competition to win a copy of Doctor Who the Time Traveller's Almanac more of that next time but meanwhile he says purving over Alicia's breasts Amy's legs and Sarah Jane's Mr M <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you Mr M we have some audio feedback from Sandro Hello, Hello. Sandro. Hello there, Staggering Stories team. I am a podcaster, Sandro JF. I host the Doctor Who podcast, which is titled Voyages in the TARDIS, and I'm sending you audio feedback. Mm, 
Um, I recently have started listening to it. My first episode was two was one two one. <laughs> episode one hundred and twenty one, which I found rather funny. Oh good. <laughs> Don't know what the main idea for the podcast is, however, is it just to make pe- pe- people laugh. That's what I think it is. But um yes. Now how did I hear of this podcast? Well, um I heard of it while I was listening to the Doctor Who Archives, which is hosted by Patrick Lickman and the sadly deceased Reese Parson. Um, yes. well apparently yes. he isn't he's dead. not dead. Well, I have no idea. Just some random thing. And um yes I found it and I heard it and I was pleased. It amused me. Oh, good. Um yeah. all right, now a couple of things have come to my attention. First one is indeed the Doctor Who movie, mm. which I think will be really good if... <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> For the plot, my idea of the plot okay, is yeah. you kind of have, like, the Doctor growing up, like a quick, quick flashback with him growing up, you know, like, <laughs> with the Master and his family. So you actually see his family. And then it's kind of like the, t- the time war. So it'll be more of an action movie than an actual, you know, sci-fi drama movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think that would be rather, rather cool. Mm. I think that would... I would go and see it if that was a plot. But um, I, d- I doubt it would be. I bet it'll be... I don't know. I have no idea. They're, they'll <laughs> probably never even be made. No. Um, like all the other Doctor Who movies that apparently will be going to be coming out. Mm. So, yes. Um, another thing that came to my attention was the um, Doctor Who... The Doctor's Companions for Series 7. Yeah. Um, that... I don't think you've discussed that, but I heard it on something. Yes, I would rather like it if Amy Pond stayed. That would be rather cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. if Rory stayed well. What? 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 Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, River, maybe River Pond could actually be a normal, um, companion. River Pond? Oh, no, because then the ratings would start looking like Torchwood ratings. <laughs> <laughs> and there wouldn't be a kids' program anymore. I'm not too sure. I don't know. We can make um, an adult program with Amy. So that's all I've got to say. I probably will send feedback in the next episode if there's anything really interesting discussed. Oh, well, of course, the show is always interesting, but, um, <laughs> you know, anything that comes to my attention. <laughs> and um, this is myself saying goodbye, um, double S team. Oh, yes, and I lost a bet with my friend. That means I have to pay this at the end. I'm very sorry, people. I'm sexy and I know it. Sorry. <laughs> What's strutting my funky stuff? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bit of techno. <laughs> Thank you. Nah, Thank, Thank you, you indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we to that. And we have another bit of staggering feedback. In fact, I think this is a bit of Christmas uh, message from uh, 20 Megabyte Podcast. Oh, oh. Right. we didn't do a Christmas message this year, did we? should have done last year, rather. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll have to do one next year. This year. This year. This year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year already. It is. I keep forgetting. Hello, Staggering Stories team. It's Adam here from the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast with Alicia, Hello. Isabella, who's not listening, Reese, and Robert. <laughs> Hello. So, Reese. Hello. You're particularly friendly with this group of uh, reprobates. 
Reprobates? Yes, I am. And I'm sure they'll, they'll take kindly to being called reprobates too. <laughs> oh, that's, isn't that what you called them when uh, we had a discussion, discussion before? The, oh, sorry, I, I, I didn't realise I wasn't yeah. supposed to go on it. Um, yes, we just, bas- just basically come on. Does what we got on to say, Alicia? Hmm. What, what are we here to say? I don't know. It's about what we're here to say. It sounds disorganised as nothing. You don't know. Well, it's a, it's a Christmas message to the Staggering Stories team. So, what are we here to say? Answer, Reese. Yeah. What do you think of the Staggering Stories podcast? I hope they already know this, but I absolutely adore the Staggering Stories podcast. Robert, them. what do you think of them? They always. Sorry, <laughs> I interrupted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like one of our podcasts. It's fantastic. Sorry, uh, sorry, Reese. Carry on. Well, they always bring a smile to my face whenever they release a new episode, is what I was going to say. But when you listen to it, the smile quickly fades. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> ha. No, that's with this show. Oh, thank you. Oh. So, so, Robert, yes, what do you think? I've only listened to one episode, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, anything that makes people laugh and smile is great. So, and the Staggering yeah, Stories podcast certainly show. does that, doesn't it, Alicia? <laughs> Yeah. Isabella was on it once, you know. <laughs> was I on it? No, you're never on podcasts. Yeah, so happy Christmas, <laughs> Merry New Year, and um, here's to many more staggering stories. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Very odd bunch. <laughs> they sound as insane as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy New Year. Happy oh, New Happy New Year to you, yes. So, as the sun sets on the old year, it's set. It's pitch black out there. <laughs> And we move into the bright new horizon that is 2012. As I said, it's pitch black out there. <laughs> this is Jean wishing you a happy and prosperous 2012. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> Goodbye. I want to go home now. <laughs> May the coming year give you everything that you need, but with a little bit of what you want. Why do you hate me? <laughs> I don't hate you. <laughs> You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 123, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and The Real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. See the spot. <laughs> you hate me, don't you? No, no. <laughs> You're I've... fed up of being married to me, aren't no, you? No, exasperated. Which means you hate me. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It means still in love with you, but in a hating <gasps> me kind no, of no, way. No, no, hate love hate relationship. No, love <laughs> hate does not enter into it. One, two, Doctor Who news. Oh, Did you just Sorry, belch? Just Another one. She was you jealous of your belching. <laughs> I tried to be discreet and do it away from the Pull microphone. my finger. <laughs> Final figures will no doubt add a lot more viewers to those, but we'll just have to wait and see something, something, missed that completely, start that sentence again. We'll get on with it. Yeah, I was just watching him hate me. <laughs> <laughs> what does 
brought this on? What? What do? You, why do you think I hate you? I don't know. I'm just feeling all self-conscious and underwhelmed, underloved. Me. Oh God! It's because <laughs> I told her about the dream where she was really, really rotten last night. Yeah, I night. don't. Know. Why are you dreaming things like that about me? I don't know. You were tired and miserable. <laughs> And it was frightening. Bugger off. <laughs> Bugger off. And the fact that your the fact that your husband left you to go and order burgers and left me to look after you. Sounds quite sensible down. on his part. Yeah, right, she's in one of those moods. I'm gonna buy stuff. Bugger this, I'm off. Good luck, G. <laughs> There were plenty of tables with nice cups. No, you wanted to go and sit in this little pokey corner where there wasn't a table and throw a strop about it. <laughs> I dreamt you bungee jumped off of the London Eye and you forgot to attach the bungee. <laughs> <laughs> That's just vicious. <laughs> Whee! Splat with guts. No, it's because she did a wily coyote thing where she managed to stay in the air long enough to reach over and grab it and tie it to her foot. She stabbed it. <laughs> Gravity doesn't notice. Actually, that Matt Smith's not bad at all. No, it's the German national anthem. Oh, to joy is that joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore ye. Just a second, we might be wrong. <laughs>